welcome. You're listening to The Grief Journal with me, Demari. The Grief Journal is a space to talk, share, and laugh about our journey to overcoming grief. Since grief is a personalized experience, it can feel so isolating. So The Grief Journal aims to help people understand and better support their grieving loved ones. Welcome back, everyone. I knew the first episode was a bit, yeah, but we're going to even be going further today. So, what's today about? So, today is about vulnerability and the importance of vulnerability. Um, today is going to be a bit different, though. Um, I'm not shy because it's something very unexpected, and I hope you guys are ready. Today, we have a very first guest. Woo! <laughs> I wish you guys could see how much I'm blushing. But our first guest today is Shimai Jemade. And yes, so Shimai, you tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. And thank you so much, Jemade, for having me. Um, so I'm Shimaya. Um, I'm 20. I'm currently still in university studying advertising for publications and branding. I currently have a job where I'm like an, a marketing associate and I'm also a skincare enthusiast. So if you don't yeah, follow best skin, 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 please don't follow her. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit about myself. So the gift journal is all things grief. You can understand why she's here today. So you tell us a bit about your experience. If, um so basically I lost my mom when I was 12 and being the only child well the only female child in the house like my mom was literally like my everything like I literally did not have a relationship with my dad at all so it was a really really traumatic experience and aside grief of like the loss of my mom like I, I also have grief certain relationships to people yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's a bit about my grief. Hmm. Um so let's get started. What would you say being vulnerable is? What's vulnerability hmm. to you? I'll say like a safe space. So it's like somewhere where like I just feel safe, yeah, and I'm not really thinking, oh, what's going to happen next? So I'll say that's what vulnerability is to me, a safe place. Mm-hmm. What about you? I can definitely relate with that in the sense that, like, sometimes being vulnerable is not always just talking. Me being able to be comfortable, like, and be free, like, I definitely, definitely relate to safe space. Because yeah. there's, like, even with people, people can actually be seen as a safe space. Like you just yeah. look around specific people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I actually have a friend that like when you're with her, you just you can't actually say anything. Like exactly. you can just like, start telling your life. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. yeah, you don't have that reservation, you're just free and open about stuff. Also, yeah, talking, being able to share, being able to let some parts of you out. Like not holding back, that's what vulnerability is. And yeah. I can't lie, I don't no, really be vulnerable like that. <laughs> but have you been vulnerable? Have I? I mean, initially I wasn't. Hmm. Um, obviously, like 
losing someone literally made me so reserved emotionally mentally and physically so um i wasn't for a really really long time and i never knew what was the cause of my lack of emotion yeah. and everything until like my friends were like shmaya why are you not letting me in like what's, what's your issue yeah. so That's actually now that going for counseling and i went for counseling because of like dyslexia and stuff but like from yeah. the cancer for dyslexia i now turn it to something else and we're actually able to unravel <laughs> the fact that the loss of my mom was a cause of like oh my you know lack of vulnerability lack of expression lack of you know just being myself being me experiencing life so was that the transition from not letting people in to letting people in? Is that easy? That could have been easy. Um, <laughs> it wasn't at all. <laughs> yeah, like, it literally was nice. And you don't know who to trust. So you have to start navigating and start thinking, okay, yeah, if I, can I be vulnerable with this person? How would it be? Because you also yeah. need to realize when you're vulnerable to certain people, they're not going to react the same way you would react. So, like, some people are just not... It made me also open my eyes to the fact that lots of people are not emotionally intelligent. And that's something that is so underrated in relationships with your friends. Like, bro. You can listen to me. You guys should have seen my face. Like, emotional intelligence is so the most underrated thing. It is so important. It's important yeah. to actually just accept the fact that people are not the same as you and they wouldn't react how you'd react. So you have to kind of be open-minded that, okay, this person, if I if I am vulnerable to this person, they just may not understand. They may just yeah. not be supportive because if we actually accept that, that may actually just save us from, you know, cuddling mm-hmm. up and crawling, you know, up again. Expectations as well. Yeah, yeah your expectations mm-hmm. of your vulnerability. Like, like you said, everything is, in my own lifetime's perspective, from how I see it cannot be how she now you see it. Neither mm-hmm. would be any other person. And so many times I've set the bar so high, I would expect someone to do this, I expect this from this person. And when they did do it, it's like I am sparking and I'm getting angry. But just yeah. because I said that expectation becomes like exactly. nobody asked me to do it, but I did it. Yeah. And on your topic of counseling, obviously the answer counseling by chance. <laughs> but how did that go were you able to open up to the counselor yes i was so surprised because it was literally the first time ever that i could literally speak to someone for five years yeah from when i was 12 to 17 i think yeah that's five years so i could not i didn't understand like i was i was a kid like i didn't know what was wrong with me i was the first time i actually like I was like, I'm open up to a stranger. I would cry, bawling my eyes out, everything. It was, it was a very, it was a very transitional moment for me in my life. That's when I even started like my skincare and everything. Like it was just like a huge weight that left my shoulder. I was just like, wow, this is really what's been going on. Because I'm only going to need to see a counselor. I can't lie. Because I would say that I had this whole Nigerian mentality of mm, doing the therapist, man, that is some no. Western no, idea. That's right. But then, uh, exactly. Obviously, yeah, they actually help. Because I mean, like, they, they know what they are doing. They've studied it. So it's like, they, we might just be thinking on the surface, but they can actually 
you know, analyze us from like the things that we're saying. They'll be like, don't you think that this is the cause of this? And I just say, like, whoa, truly, truly. Yeah, That's why we're acting like this. Mm. But okay, I think I lied a bit because when my dad died, the um, the counselor was actually asked to speak to me, check up on me, make sure I'm okay, all of that. To be honest, I don't really think I was in the headspace to really talk mm. to anyone because. That was not the time for her to start asking, how do you really feel? Yeah. Like, bro, I'm not being honest. And I'll tell you I'm not honest because I have to be class. And like, for me, it's been mainly not. That period in time, I don't think I was able to really talk to anyone. Because literally, a few months yeah. later, I had to go to A-level school. And I went to Bridge House. And literally, Bridge House is still full of People vibrant. There was no room for me again to sit down, do everything was yeah. And I was literally mm-hmm. in school with a whole bunch of people. So all my friends I had um, been in school with for five years, we've all graduated, left, and I'm in a new space. I barely knew anyone, and I'm expected to really open up <laughs> to people I'm just meeting for the first time. It's like okay, what do I even say? I'm bringing such a heavy load. I'm going to, like, would I start with, oh, hey, my friends are actually dead. Obviously, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But I just felt very isolated in the sense that I could not, even at that point, talk to anyone. Do you get Yes. I was just going to say, now would you say you're more open-minded to it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also, mm-hmm. my perspective has changed. It's not heavy load. That's my life. That's the life I am living. It's either you take it wow. or you don't take it. <laughs> or you don't. Because, <laughs> you know, the thing is, we are always so quiet because it's like, ah, you don't want to ruin the world. You don't want to be that person that is um, bringing such heavy topics into a conversation. But yeah. I can't help that that is what has happened to me. Mm-hmm. you understand if I am sad I am sad because this has happened you said something before about church has being vulnerable ever backfired do you feel like oh no. for sure what <laughs> for sure like obviously you know when I say like the transition I have to now start thinking navigating who mm-hmm. can I tell this to so obviously there are certain people where like I've told you know been vulnerable with them but like just, just like I said, so people are just not emotionally intelligent, then they would not take it. So it's like, okay, you tell someone this thing, they just think, okay, yeah, because you told them, yeah, okay, they will never come back and check up, yeah. never ask you about it. And their excuse would be like, oh, I didn't want to, you know, ruin the mood or bring up something else. So I'm just like, bro, like, yeah, if like, I didn't it's want like to I'm telling you because, like, I would yeah. want some form of support you get. It's like, I'm just not, like, my vulnerability is not just. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, like come on I mean, my thing was like this small story time how like that played out or a scenario where like you felt like betrayed because you were vulnerable because I'm so sure many people listening can still relate to that even me so yeah okay so for instance on one friend like I opened up to her she, she was telling me that yeah she can relate 100% 
everything. If you ever, you know, when they were now here, and if you ever need anything, I'm here for you. Da, 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 da. So truly, one time, I actually needed help, bro. This yeah. babe just said, "Oh, can't lie." <laughs> I don't like asking people for help like that's why she didn't help and the things are like I can't really go well into details but like I knew yeah. in that moment she could have actually 100% helped me she was help in me. the best position to help me that I'm here for you if, mm. if, if you ever need anything <laughs> because there'll be times oh like, it's fine if you're actually not there but like bro like Empty like, promises, all that, all that. I mean, we all do it, but at least try. Yeah. Like, so, because the things that we, we might actually say that, okay, yeah, if you actually need anything and you may actually just not be in a position to help, and there are some situations you have to, where you have to put yourself first. Yeah. But just like, at least knowing that, you know, consider the person's number one sensitivity, the yeah. person's vulnerability to you in that moment, and actually come back and be like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't help you in this mm-hmm. situation. Da, 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 if you, do need like I don't know like there's just some ways to navigate this kind of get stuff. Exactly. I mean, some people just don't get yeah, it. Yeah, and it also boils down to the emotional intelligence, knowing that with the way she mm-hmm. sounded. Not every for me asking for help is wasn't easy, but now I'm asking, I'm suffering. Help me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like for you to <laughs> yes. that point where you are like, I need you, I think. Yeah, this is not. It's like you're speaking as me. But yeah, thank God I've actually had some good experiences. Shout out my friend, she knows who she is. Like, I was not happy, let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And she was out at a party or something. And I called, obviously, like crying. And when I saw that she was at the party, I was like, Oh, worried, worried, I'll call you back. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, no, 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 she went to the bathroom. What's the problem? Are you okay? Yeah. Uh, she sat there with, I was like, and that alone like made me feel like i'm being seen like i'm being cared about like it's not yeah, just how mm-hmm. yeah i'm here for you it was like she was down jigged and yeah. would you say that it has really helped your grief journey. You see, being vulnerable, being able to talk to people about your experiences. Has it, you know, when people say talking makes you feel better, has that made you feel better? Yeah. Um, I'll say yes. There's no way I'll say yes. I mean, like, whenever someone is going through something, like, my one of my advice is always to find a healthy way to express yourself. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, I know what it's like to literally hold something in for the longest time and the bust out is not cute at all. Like, bro, it's <laughs> it's not cute. So that's why I'm like, if journaling is your way of expressing yourself in that moment yeah. and it's healthy, because I emphasize on healthy. Because yeah. when you just want to express yourself, oh, it's one other thing, or the other, uh, you understand? <laughs> So, that's why it's a healthy way so like for me joining speaking to certain people mm-hmm. does help i don't know like I, I don't know i just find my way around it to be honest but yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely helped like before it used to be so heavy yeah. someone talking about yeah. mother's day or they're talking about it in class i'll just start crying but like uh, now actually mm-hmm. like it makes me reminisce and think okay yeah 
like I've kind of like switched my mindset. Like, okay, I've accepted. Okay, yeah, my mom is not here anymore. What are the things that I'm now doing that she's not like the lessons I've yeah. learned now that she's on how I've how I've grown and everything. So those kind of things I kind of focus more on them. But yeah, also still appreciate yeah, and for me even on that topic of like Mother's Day and everything. Mm. I would I say like for me, I used to come so much. I'm like, after it doesn't affect me. It doesn't like yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> inside, I'm like, at least yeah. I didn't even understand the value of what I did until like she had gone. Like mm-hmm. it's like. I didn't even get the chance to even appreciate or even yeah. love on this person. Anyway, that one aside, in terms of helping me on my journey, talking has worked. I'm not really like big on journaling, but started. But it's really, really good outlet. Like I would really recommend that for people. And also like, I would just say that I... When I talk to people about it, I don't. I wouldn't tell you everything first. Yeah. And for sure, it really know. helped me because it's Home like in. <laughs> for you, why who sits? I'm just as what I told you to. As and that's really helped me in the sense that it's I'm letting things out but at my own pace. Yeah, do you get and Important. yeah, Important. Exactly. and it's really worked and. I'll just say that for anyone that's listening, find your own rhythm. <clears throat> what would you say, like, everything, like in a relationship, what does vulnerability look like? Because that is that's a different element of yeah. being open. Um, what does vulnerability look like in a relationship? <sighs> I mean, it's... it's it's different because you know everything is segmented. There's the emotional mm. vulnerability, physical, mental, financial, everything. Yeah. So I'll mm-hmm. say number one, trust. Being able to trust that person mm-hmm. that you know, like, okay, yeah, this is between us. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, if we start breaking it down, okay, the emotional one is this, physical one is this, like also, like putting your flaws aside. Yeah. And being like, yeah, this is my person. I trust yeah. this person and I know this person has my best interests at heart. So but I'll say that's to Would you put boundaries in what you say? Would you like, are you full on or would you say you still keep some things? Hmm. That's the thing. Because right now I'm in a relationship. So <laughs> it's like, I'm telling you, think like okay how am i right now i would say i'm full on because i still always still remind him like you i'm sensitive yeah i'm really really sensitive there's certain things that you do or say that will trigger me you know yeah so it's like i'm not like i'm i trust him and everything yeah but it's like at my own place at the same time exactly you just actually said something that uh brought something to memory triggered um what would you say like <laughs> triggers are like triggers they call me nauseous sometimes <laughs> bro like 
it's 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 like <laughs> if I even just start talking because it can literally be anything. Yeah, any Bro, small like, thing. And you just now any small thing like the things our sensitivity is just different. <laughs> our sensitivity is actually just crazy. So you're just like. At the same time, yes, we're sensitive about this thing, but also insecure on other people, so we don't put our insecurities and sensitivity on yeah. other people as well. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Definitely. But, I mean... But, on this topic of triggers, I find that, and again, it's emotional intelligence, there are certain things you should and should not say to someone. Yeah. That you have to think, if, for instance, I have been vulnerable with you, I have expressed myself, I have said some things to you, and then at a later time, why are you thinking that triggering me when you write to believe me? Yeah. Do It's hard to Exactly. I want to tell you to do things knowing that you can't, like... Man. I think one thing is, like, uh, you can actually be even outside of being vulnerable with people, you can actually be somewhere. And next thing you are crying. Why are you crying? You don't know. <laughs> but you saw you saw something that reminds the smallest thing can remind you of anyone. Over and time, just, actually turn into a pattern. Like over time, when I actually start realizing the things that are triggering us, and we can actually start, you know, when you identify them and start working on them. Like for me now, I know my birthdays. Those are like that's like one of my big triggers around my birthday time i'm always sad so like towards my birthday i start doing things that like make me happy i do a lot of yeah. journaling just so i'm letting everything out so when the day comes because, i'm not just one yeah. big fat ball of sadness would you say that the first the best thing is distraction or facing a head on because it's easy it's to respond to yourself but the the problem is still going to be That's the thing. When you when you start distracting yourself, things start to pile on top of it. So it's like when you have a problem with someone and you just keep mm-hmm. keeping quiet, keeping quiet, it builds resentment. So it's like if you're holding it in, something would come, you know, okay, yeah. just pressing. It's like you just keep filling up a bottle of water. Obviously, it's gonna mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna pour, man. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. Makes it a pause. <laughs> me, I used to so try and distract myself. Like I said, I'll be coming, I'll be like, yeah, I'm good, let's go here, let's go there, let's do this, let's do that. But inside is is boring. And then when I finally get to the tipping point, every I have outbursts of anger, I'm crying, I'm just overall sad <laughs> and everything. But for me, I think I'm about to ask you an important question, which is, are you vulnerable with God? Yes, yeah, so that's my party for life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, that's one person that, like, I, like, I, I was speechless. <laughs> he literally just needs everything. Like, there's not one thing that, like, I'm ashamed of like even when I'm like down bad like he's the first person I'm going to like God please you know he has like you're, you're down bad but like you're certain you don't want to speak to someone yet and God's just like my number one person that I'm just like I know I'm talking to you and I know you have my back and I go to him for also 
direction, guidance, like, okay, what do you think I should do right now? Because yeah. you can just go to your friend or support you, this, that, but for me, God is hey, not my person when I'm actually <laughs> true that true that like yeah the comfort that he brings to the holy spirit the comfort that he brings is just nothing compared to what a hog goes i don't know it's just it's it's life different when growing up the verse in matthew that says blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted it actually Mm. starts to get loud the thing is People don't understand that verse because they take comfort in the wrong things. Mm. But Word. when, as you say, when your comfort is in God, you would definitely be comforted. The thing is, because I've noticed when people die or our loved ones die, people and God, <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum, mm-hmm. they literally detach themselves from God and from God, yeah. just that sense of comfort. In terms of that, was that easy? You just pouring yourself out to God because at first I was actually a bit shy it wasn't so <laughs> because I had a lot of questions I was just like bro like I was like I knew this guy is saving me right now because I could have been 10 times worse like my Christianity journey everything my relationship with God started once I lost my mom like yeah. everybody was just talking to me about God 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 and I said truly I've never known this guy let me actually try and find out who this guy is and guy, the strength, the comfort that the guy gave me. God, sorry, see, I'm talking to you. <laughs> like, the comfort that he gave me was just out of yeah. this world. And I still talk to him about it today. I'm just like, bro, like, mm-hmm. he literally saved me without him in that period until now or more. I don't that's, know how that That's actually it. so key. And I feel like a lot of people do struggle with being vulnerable with God. I have a friend mm-hmm. who has gone through something and finds it so difficult to express that to God. And yeah. I was just asking, as you said, it was really easy for you. What would you advise? What would you like tell everyone listening about the importance of being vulnerable, especially with God? I feel like it's kind of understanding his promises, like God's interest for you, what he wants for you is literally the best in the moment, it's very hard to believe. But over time, like, you also need to realize God's timing yeah. is the best timing. So it's like, I first of all read about his word. Okay, yeah, he wants the best for me. I have to come to him first. I need to trust. I need to be patient. I need to do this. I need to do that. So it was like, I needed to put in the work. And it's hard yeah. in the moment because yeah. I just like, I'm going through so much. I don't want to start doing all this work and doing all this thing, but it gets easier because the things that you would, you know, be worrying about, he just, he just takes hold of everything. The battles that you're facing, he wins it all. Like, is I'm even getting goosebumps because, like, I literally don't know what I would have done without without him. Honestly, yeah. so I'll say it's hard in the moment, but it's worth it in the long run. Yeah. It's hundred percent worth it. So like definitely, you would have days where all you can do is cry. You know, sometimes yeah. our words, our tears, and liquid words. Exactly. Yeah. It's not about talking. It's not about you saying, "Oh God, this and that." Is you laying yourself there, like you coming to the end yeah. of yourself. And I'm literally yeah. reading a book. 
totally recommend. It's called The End of Me. And he basically mm-hmm. illustrates that when you've lost your sense of self, when you've lost that aspect of me, 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 and this and this and this, that is when you can truly connect with God. I just think that people just need to know that it's not about you writing, mm-hmm. it's not about you just let everything out. Cry yeah. to cry. Do not bottle up yes, the lovely just cry and that's the thing you know a lot of people have this thing oh don't cry i used to be like he said the idea of crying when i saw people crying like uh you like chill get a grip but Uh no ah the waterfall let it fall fall. sorry just add to like what you were saying um reminds me of this song um take me to the king and you know when they said take me to the king i don't have much to bring my heart is torn in pieces but that's my offering so he's literally just saying like regardless of the position of your heart just like that's my offering i'm going to you like just go to him as you are that's your offering he just wants you to come like and what i can say is we thank god for where we are now because it was and as we've heard today, vulnerability is not easy, but it's important. And yeah. baby steps are necessary. No one is saying go on, but take the steps necessary. Talk to someone. Even people are not even open with the therapist they have. Open up to your therapist. Find out what, yeah. what the emotions you're dealing with are. Bottling it up doesn't help. And mm-hmm. yeah. So, Shai, do you have any last few words for us? Um, also, don't feel like you're crazy. Like, I feel like if you feel like you want to you want to talk to someone or something, but you think you're crazy, you're actually not crazy. What happened to you is real. And your feelings are 100% valid. Mm. So don't ever feel like it's just you, like... Trust me, there are people, some people tell you that they understand, but there are people that actually understand. So if it takes you actually just hitting up either of us, okay, you guys, I'm, I want to speak. Like, I don't know. I have some yeah. questions. Like, I'm here. Like, honestly, I know we're talking about people being here, but honestly, <laughs> on this case, I'm here. Yeah, exactly. I'm Why fully, here? I'm fully here for you. So another thing that I always tell people, we spoke about this on like our call before, was that there's no time frame to healing. Take your time. Yeah. don't put pressure on yourself another thing is live for them and not without them yeah period <laughs> so thank you guys for listening it was fantastic having yeah, my on i was literally blushing almost as it throughout <laughs> it was so easy uh, can testify i've literally been blushing and i'm so happy thank you so much for being my first guest Thank you for listening. It really means a lot. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for more episodes. Follow us on Instagram at thegravejournal underscore. You can send us a DM if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to be featured on any episode. 